Cowboys. We kill Cowboys. Yo, <clears throat> did you know that there is an app now where you can buy a share of the royalties of different songs? Really? Yeah. It's called Vest. Vest. V e c t. V e z t. But yeah, you can buy the royalties of different songs up there. They had some shit. That, they had some shit up there that I was like, damn, I'm actually upset that I did not get here in time. They had Mary J. Blige, Survivor, up there. Imagine being able to buy royalties off, buy just a, a small percentage of the royalties off of that song. What's the most you could buy? It depends on, so the way it works is different people with different producers and songwriters with actual credits on the song are selling, or not even selling, leasing portions of their songs are portions of the royalties of those songs for what I saw on the average term on there was about three years I think maybe summer or five I don't know if it's giving people the the, um, the option to go longer but it is a marketplace mm-hmm. they were like there was an upload rights section and everything so there's a trading involved but yeah, you know they they, they, they lease their <laughs> they lease their um, those royalties for a certain number of years and you pay for it to have that percentage. I bought Nicki Minaj's Anaconda. I feel like the strip clubs is gonna keep me afloat. You did tell me that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think I'm, I think the strip clubs is dying for real. I just saw about lounges and bottle waitresses now and shit. They play Anaconda in there. That's fine. As long as the song Anaconda is played out, I can have it. You don't have to shake your ass, actually. In fact, just play that shit on repeat. The whole night. Only one gonna be shaking their ass if this nigga Mike would leave him in that song. Come on. Yeah, go <laughs> Thinking about Listen, money and shit. I live in Atlanta. I ain't lived in Atlanta that long. <laughs> you know who goes to jail? Nigger stick up men. That's who. And you know why they get caught? Because they fall asleep in the getaway car, Karen. Uh, they said this man, um, Andrew Gilliam, went to a meeting with Obama. You know, rally the black politicians together to see where we went wrong. All of them, man. The black Democrats. I'm surprised all the black Democrats. Honestly, they probably get more votes. They just made their own party. Uh, I think the current state of the country, no, they wouldn't. They get more votes. They wouldn't get more support. They would. I don't think they would get more votes. I think that well, they might get more voter turnout, but I think they'll be, you know. They're, 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 they're going to be sort of for, they're going to be pushing their support a certain direction. I feel like if you got just a bunch of black people right now, I don't think you would have enough diversity of thought because it would depend on who organized that board, who sits on it. You know. I feel you. I feel like people want people want minority leadership so bad at this state in this country. I feel like they just, they made a whole minority political group that actually has some power in it. That shit won't take over. So people just they just don't want to vote for white men right now. They're just over white Yeah. Like, you, niggas, you, you seen the white politicians they got, they, they have to push now? Niggas is getting younger. Niggas is riding skateboards. Yo, get edgy, yo. <laughs> yo. Niggas is breakdancing, like writing slam poems. They doing cartwheels and shit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Only way an old white politician could win now is if he's racist. They would do that. They would do that. Yeah. The only old white man I think people would really vote for is like Joe Biden. Sanders or Joe Biden. Uncle Joe. <laughs> Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, man. Man, listen, in this, I just I just think that if the current climate is going to be this wild every day, that we should bring back the Steve Wilco show. 
or a variation of it. Let the American people, you know, project their anger through that. I feel like, you know, was there not, I don't know, I have to look up again, I have to do some research, but I feel like there was a steady decline after the, that sh after the end of that show. Because that show was hilarious. That show was one of the funniest things out. I can't believe it was real. Steve, well, <laughs> it was Maury like, shit. Oh, oh man, yeah. Maury ain't got nothing on it. Maury was probably in the, in, the, in, the, in the green room sweating. <laughs> Y'all really, doing this to me? I gotta compete with this? Man? I gotta go after this? <laughs> this the Yo, closing act right here. That motherfucker was great. He, was just, he would just come up there. You, you beat your daughter? You abused your daughter, you piece of shit? Why don't you punch me? Huh? Why don't you punch a man in the face? No, you won't, you piece of shit. You're a coward. Get up! Get up! You're not sitting on my step! Throwing chairs and shit. No, they had the perfect man to do that. So, this huge, bald, white man that nobody would fight oh, on the street. Bald, white man, former police officer, former, police. former Marine. <laughs> like, anger, temper, like everything. Man, look like, like Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yo, Stone Cold in a different universe. Just him with a day job. Honestly, you know? if Stone Cold never wrestled, like, he just sat on <laughs> the couch a little bit more, but was still big. Oh, yeah. I was reading, like, interviews with former PAs who worked on the show. It was like, nah. First of all, everything that happened on that show was 100% real. They don't tell Steve what's going to happen every, um, ahead of time. They just got to give him, you know, like the sort of the, the summary that the audience gets at the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's what Steve gets too. And then over time, he finds out people. So everything is real. Number two. Number two, motherfuckers do not get paid to expose themselves on the Steve yeah. Wilkins. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> all you get is the, the wages that you lost that day, you, your food, they fly you out, and you get quote-unquote, a chance to clear your name. It's the same thing on the judge shows, which makes sense why, like, the judges be going so hard when the when the defendants come, like, they're like, you don't got no job, or you stay with your mom, they're like, yeah, yeah, you just here really trying to get this check, yo, you got a free flight out, you ain't getting no paid off for no work, you really just here trying to scoop a check. Boy, that nigga was in the hotel room putting biscuits in his backpack. <laughs> all the shampoo, all the soap, took the TV, everything. Yeah, I think that's something that we should do anyway. You know what they should do? What? At every hotel. They should have... They say, listen, we're going to replace the soap anyway. You know, I saw something about a charity where a guy, he would get the soap, like the gently used soap from hotel rooms, sanitize it, and then send it to, um, you know, to countries in need, you know, very remote villages and such. I think that they should just have a little recycling bit out there for the shampoos and such. You, we know you either gonna take it or you're not gonna use it. So we please ask, just take it down to this bin so we know, hey, you don't want it and we send it out because we're gonna replace this shit anyway. That would be dope. I'm happy you told me that story. I thought you go down, he just flips them and sells them for more or some shit like that. Oh, well, that's fucking up. <laughs> you do like, no, this is like a special soap right here. It was made in this land, selling this bar for 15. It's just hotel soap that you took. That's some fight club shit right there. That's that fight club shit. Soap. You gotta watch that nigga. Uh, that's a good. I mean, that's a good idea, but they ain't gonna do that. They'd rather them keep it and waste it than give it away and waste it. It's right. like uh, restaurants with all the extra food they have. They could give that shit to homeless people. And that's why I say, if you go to a hotel, it's not a matter of economics or class. Take everything with you. Bro. Take everything. Take the. If you got the type of hair that will that will accept that shampoo, then take the shampoo. If not, take everything else. Shout out to the homie Greg, who, who was the first man to tell me. Always leave with more than you go than you came in with. What one me charging? Wicked. 
That's a great quote to live by, though. Yeah? In any situation. Any situation. Leave with more. Leave with more than you brought. More of something. Object, knowledge, anything. Leave with more. Mm-hmm. You know? Had several epiphanies at house parties back in the day. I was like, I remember walking by, see a beautiful girl dance. I'm like, damn. I think I'm going to go dance with this girl. And then another nigga slides in front of you first, and it's like, damn. Well, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. And then she turns around, maybe gives him a phone light, maybe flashes a phone light, out, shouts something into her homegirl's ear, points to him, and then gives him the hand. And I'm like, damn. Well, that nigga was hurt. Would that have been me taking that up? Uh, maybe from other mistakes. <laughs> maybe not as crucial as that nigga. Oh, my God. Ah, shit. <laughs> that was I've crucial, wasn't it? I've seen some shit. Oh, I've seen. The worst one I saw was like, a dude legit taking the John Jones spinning back elbow to his jaw and his mouth bleeding. And oh. I mean, like, he bleed. oh, no. This was up when I was at UMD. I was at some house party. And like, dude was dancing with a girl. With a girl. She looked up, saw who it was. I was like, right in the jaw, right on the button. Yo, he was rocked. Mouth bleeding, holding his mouth. Get off me. Oh. One of my rules at house parties is don't bleed on the dance floor. Don't bleed at all. That's a rule at the house? You got to say that at the cop before don't you go bleed. in there? Don't bleed on the dance floor. Everybody on bitches. Nobody bleed. Don't bleed and don't fall. Oh, don't no, don't fall. Yo, because I, I, I think, yo, I, I've watched a nigga fall at a house party before. It's the a crowded house party. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen someone fall. I've seen people on the ground. They'll never fall. Oh, no. I've seen it because... Because they, they fall slow like old trees. <laughs> like you just, and like you chopped them with an axe and he slowly went down. Like shit is crazy. Because you can't, everybody, everything you try to grab onto is another person. So niggas is not. Nah, yeah, get, get, nah, get off me. Get off me. Nah, but it's so many bodies that you just slowly fall as people part and watch you around them. Nobody, yo, niggas could have grabbed this man in midair. Uh, like, yeah. That's how crowded it was. And they won't do it. They will watch. And I watched. That's yeah. the thing, too. Mm. You just you falling on the floor of just fluid, yo. It's just wet, sticky it's down there. Sticky as hell. Yo, I'd rather fall on a movie theater floor than that shit, yo. You know, and I think your likelihood of semen is about equal in either atmosphere. No, I think it's more in the movie theater. Yeah, I've been in the movie theater. I think, I remember I, I heard a nigga getting head right behind me. I went to see Godzilla. I was. I, it was that. It was that. Remember that Godzilla movie from a few years ago? Yeah, like that 2014 one or some that shit, shit. Yeah, that yeah. shit right there. I would see Godzilla, and it was definitely a nigga getting neck behind me at the at the Rio in Maryland, Montgomery County. Yeah. She would put your fist up. Good shit. <laughs> I don't want to blow his spot. <laughs> she was go. She was going. Like, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, I, I look back. I, my man was in space. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's that? I feel like in house parties and like in the middle of having sex or like where you could really have some deep thoughts out of nowhere and they're just always spontaneous and, and most of the time they don't even have to do with the, whatever you're doing. It, it might start with that but we'll just go somewhere weird. Sometimes I've been entertaining the thought the whole day and it doesn't stop when you're having sex. For really? You just, just like, you know, just... Damn. Is it really supposed to be this one? I'm sorry. But how would that affect me in three years? Oh, I thought of a whole skit before while I was having sex. <laughs> I was so serious. I still need to write it. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's a Christmas joke, too. I should do it for you. Nah, I don't have time.
Christmas joke. It's called um, How the Rent Stole Christmas. How the what? How the Rent Stole Christmas. How the Rent Stole Christmas. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> I got, oh man, a tragedy in three acts. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. Oh. Derek Fisher is the head coach. Just got hired. Is Matt Barnes on staff? Is Matt Barnes in the city? Where, and he where is at? in the city? Where at? Los Angeles Sparks. Derek Fisher. Another <laughs> problem? Hey. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Is Matt Barnes the type of nigga that look like to you he let a grudge go? Only if you bring shit up again. I don't think he hold on to it. I think Matt Barnes smoked way too much weed for that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you, if you like do some reckless shit, like he, he like he one of them niggas that like any type of disrespect, I bet it's on site. Sure. I still want to see um, Soldier Boy fight Chris Brown. Never will happen. So I just thought yeah, I would put that out there. That's that was still supposed to happen, and it didn't happen. We should pitch it to the network. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. <laughs> hey, let's do celebrities boxing fights, real boxing. Just get like a bunch of like D-list celebrities. Oh, no, I, want uh, it, I want it to be official. If you uh, got beef, come on here and come up there and you I got beef. I want to see it, you know. I think that was one thing that the DMV always had right. Niggas just settled their shit with fights. And, you know, hopefully it didn't escalate to gunplay. But when it, when it, when it ended at the hands, I was like, you know what? What, what can you really do? That is one thing the DMV always got right. It ended with hands, but now niggas, it's just started with jumping now. Atlanta started with jumping, and Atlanta they just shoot niggas. Atlanta niggas would just shoot you. The DMV now they'll jump you though. You know, in the DMV, the dude, you know, the dude who beat somebody up might be six two, but in Atlanta, the nigga who shot somebody is five three. Life is funny like that. Life is so fucking funny. God is with us because he hates the eggs too. Hurrah! God's not on our side because he hates idiots also. Huge family. My dad is one of twelve that wow. uh, that are alive uh, at the moment, and uh, yeah. So I have a gang of cousins. We've got cigar Swervin Mervin in the building today. Swervin Mervin, please put your pistol away. I mean, you know, all <laughs> cigar professional marketer, professional drummer. I asked you this before, but do the two interact at all? Um, I want them to in the future. Uh, we're, we're, um, 
We're thinking about putting a website together and I would definitely love to run Google Ads for the dole for my drum just to, you know, have more folks reach out. Now, the dole, I, I mean, to me, to the uninitiated, it looks like, you know, just a regular drum. So tell me about this one in particular. Yes. So uh, the culture interacts with it with smiles, with with dance, with just clapping of the hands, like it really gets people, it really gets people riled up. And the thing is, is different families react differently to, to, to every event. And um, the cool thing about our culture, about Indian culture in general is just, there's, there's so many colors, there's just so, it's not even, it's not even actual colors like sometimes, sometimes the music also just brings color to, to life and uh, I, I really enjoy it, yeah. I really enjoy it immensely. Now are you guys immigrants or you guys first generation? Uh, we're first generation. That, that's, see, that's exactly the answer I was hoping for. I, I'm first generation myself, both my parents are from uh, Sierra Leone, West Africa. Wonderful. So. I personally want to know, I mean, I personally think that we should concede as just fellow first generations that all parents of first generations are crazy. I mean, I, I know, I, I know on my end, at least. It's all about no, culture. Yeah, like, no, no, but I, I agree with you. Uh, first generation um, folks that are here, their parents are, there are, they're all crazy in their own way. Oh, yeah. I, I would say it this way. It's not, everybody gets beat. It's about your parents' weapon of choice. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my parents had many weapons. <laughs> you never got beat. Like I don't know. I, I always got threatened. <laughs> I think that was enough for you. <laughs> I pushed my limits. Like there, there's a there's for a sure. thing there's a thing called a valern, and what a valern is it's a it's just a wooden stick about about thirteen fourteen inches long, and it's to make rotlies. And uh, you make them round, basically the dough, and you make them into a rotli, and you use the valern with your hand. And you kind of like smooth it out. Make it's like sure a you, cylinder. It, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a rolling pin. Yeah, like a rolling yeah. pin, yeah, yes, yeah. but a skinny rolling pin. Yeah. And so what my mom used to do whenever I'd act up, she would take the valen and she'd move it really quickly like this. And uh. she'd be like, do you want me to hit you with this? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. There'll be none of that. <laughs> and then I just kind of, I just straighten up and that's that's just that. That's all that needed. Did y'all ever watch the Bernie Mac show, May He Rest in Peace? Yes. 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 Okay, I love so that, that reminds me of, I think, what, what was the wife's name, Wanda? Mm-hmm. When she was yeah. that one episode where she was like, she kept cracking the belt, but <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't yeah. use it. Transition. So, it's it, it's fun. I, I like it a lot. And now I, I've gotten I've gotten to a point that I can I can turn autopilot on yeah. if I need to, and also I can I can have other thoughts while I'm playing. It's not it's not just about you know the music. It's 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 also about the people around you, making sure that they're enjoying it, making sure that, of course, I'm, I'm always enjoying it. Man, if I could play, I, I, I know I'm gonna play this drum until my fingers fall off, and yeah. I, I'm okay with that. And even if the doc says, hey, look, man, we gotta, we gotta take your fingers off tomorrow, I say, all right, hold on one second. Let me <laughs> just play this for the last time, and you can take my fingers, it's all good. Yes. So what type of music do you listen to? So as a musician? mainly, I, I enjoy, I enjoy all kinds of music. It, it just it just depends on how I'm feeling that day. Um, 
one thing I really love is classical music. Like yeah. that, the, any, any kind of classical music, I'll listen to it and you can, you can really kind of, kind of dissect it and it has its own style. I mean, they, you know, back in the day they used to do four movements and, you know, they'll have a stop in between each movement and it's just, it's just beautiful music. And then, you know, if I'm hanging with friends, driving in the car or anything like that, uh, I, I enjoy rap, I enjoy country. Um, I, I like I like uh, alternative rock yeah. as well. That that one's that one's pretty fun. Like I'm talking about like '80s, '90s rock. Yeah, like it's more experimental stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and like also like the psychedelic stuff too. Like when you just said in, uh, experimental, you know, like going into that. Like the, there's so many different radio stations here in Atlanta that I love listening to, and it'll have just just different things on each yeah. and every one I, I i enjoy it yeah that's yeah. the one thing i love about Atlanta because or i mean since we're talking about different styles of music tell me do you like gangster shit oh absolutely tell me tell me what you tell me what you like as far as gangster shit goes. uh you can't go wrong with tupac shakur you cannot and the crazy thing about tupac is what he was rapping about back in like 92 91 93 94 and past in 96 god rest his soul um, those problems are still prominent now, and it's insane. Like it's. I like a lot of the gangster shit, man. A lot of Wu Tang. Wu Tang is pretty fun. I I haven't gotten into Wu Tang, but I've seen. Uh, excuse me. I've 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 seen videos, and I've listened to a few uh, songs. But man, I I really love everybody's voice. Like you got Method Man, you got Old Dirty Bastard. Like they all have like unique voices so yesterday i was talking to jay and um we were talking about red man right yeah and he didn't believe me that mtv cribs had an episode where red man like showed off his house right oh yeah yeah from staten island new york that's where i'm from i think i saw it like and um so his house is like a two bedroom like uh two bath just like a regular little house right Mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous like you have to put the two wires together to ring his doorbell. Yeah, and then once the screen door that doesn't have a screen in it, once you get through that, like he, like his like cousin was sleeping on the floor. And he was like, "Yeah, I didn't know you guys were coming." I was like, "What kind of show?" <laughs> yeah, he had like a shoebox, and he was like, "This is my life savings," and it was like cash on top of his refrigerator. <laughs> but and then I was like, "Man, there's no way Red Man is like this, right?" And I looked him up and. As of like 2018, he's still worth like 10 mil. So why is it got to be so damn tough? You know, human communication, I mean, uh, you know, verbal communication is, is something that isn't, it isn't used as often. I mean, I, I enjoy verbal communication. I, I enjoy all forms of communication. Yeah, you're um, right. You know, just because that's that's just who I am. I feel like that's what you know. That's a natural. I think that happens because it's easy. Like it's just oh, it's easier to just watch than to do. Yeah, like it's so crazy. Um, I mean, and that's what sells, right? Like yeah, like people want to just be be entertained. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to yeah. do the entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. And fun. and it, it's like we've become a society to where every everybody wants it now. Like, at, like, right at this instant. 
and it's 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 almost like an instant gratification. It's sometimes it's fulfillment to people. I mean, um, I I heard recently uh, that a lot of Generation X, if I'm not mistaken, is that the the one right before uh, right before millennials? Ge- right before, uh, right after millennials, so younger than millennials. Oh, I think that would, I think that's Z. Z, Z. General uh, Generation Z was raised on 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 a screen, like yeah. like whether it be an iPad, whether it be a television, and it's 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 so strange because like you know they say oh yeah nobody's going outside to play anymore. I mean yeah. like. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's just strange. I don't know. It's the, the world, the, seeing the world change, it's just, it's very interesting to see, like, how, like, a mass amount of people will, will just change something over time. Yeah, that was, like, the norm, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fun one. It, it sounds, it sounds super different. When it's played by hand as opposed to playing by oh, sticks, because yeah, like absolutely. if you just if you just hear it, this is, and so like with with both the sticks, it just like it really elevates the volume like tenfold, if not more, and it's just crazy. Like when you hear it, and you're if you're anywhere and you just hear it, it's like man. Like it just kind of makes you bob your head, and like sometimes you just want to do a little dance. Like <laughs> that's uh, that's that's what this drum is all about. Just really, really like live, loud sound. Yeah. So tell me about your best, your worst, and your weirdest events. Ooh, this is good. I want to hear this. <laughs> best, worst, and weirdest. I'm gonna put this right here. Go ahead. So, hmm, we'll start with the weirdest. <laughs> um, let's see, gotta think about this one. There aren't too many weird ones. Um, I don't know if, if, if him coming on an elephant is kind of weird. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, Georgia, Georgia doesn't allow yeah. elephants to be like, like you know, you can't just have an elephant walking around. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, think that would just be a common thing that just. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some there, some states allow it. It's, they're it's elephant state, friendly states. They're elephant friendly states. Yeah. I'm, so I have to do some research. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Where it, was this? We were in Florida. Uh, of we. Course, of, it's always Florida. Florida. <laughs> it's always Florida. It's always Florida. It is. God, oh, it's always Florida. We were we were at this uh, this golf resort called the Sawgrass Marriott, and they had a baby elephant, and he came on. And a baby elephant is still enormous. It was, it was a sight to see. Uh, it was super fun. Uh, it was great. Um, I got to pet the elephant, and um, yeah, I know, right? It had some like like. Did you like, get pictures? Uh, man, that was that was a long time ago. I actually reminded Jay Gandhi. I was like, "Hey Jay, you remember that gig that we did a while ago at the Sawgrass Marriott?" He's like, "Oh yeah." He said, "That was the one with the elephant, right?" I was like, "Yeah, man." Um, my worst is an event that I missed because I overslept, and this was earlier in the game when I was, you know, er- early in my professional career. Um, I got to the Barat 
which is the groom's entrance and um, it was it was bad like they had already kind of made their round and they were about to walk down the aisle and I basically played for like 10 less than 10 minutes I just walked him down the aisle uh, the wedding planner was like hey the bride would like to see you uh, this was an outdoor wedding so I, I go to the side and there's a tent where the bride was in there and man she ripped me a new one <laughs> she, she, yeah, yeah. She, she was not a happy camper. She was like, "You ruined my wedding," oh, and I was like, <laughs> "That hurts." Yeah, no. I was like, "Man, I, I, I should never do this." Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was a human mistake. But at the same time, you know, I, I got it's also her the biggest day of her life. It's also <laughs> a very big day yeah. in her life. Um, also, throw the funniest in there as well. <laughs> well, I hope they can laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, and she told me she was like, um, "I hope you're not expecting your payment." I was like, "No, ma'am." I was like, "I I, I knew that I, I wouldn't get paid," um, and you know, I apologized profusely and got up out of there. And I told myself, I said, "Look, if I'm not able to take an event, I just should say no, not book it in at all because." You know, when I do book it in, they, they, they hold me to a certain standard. Like, okay, we can trust him to show up. We don't even know who this guy is, uh, but, you know, we're, we're hoping for the best. So, and my best this one. Is, this is in North Carolina. They love, like, camels. Oh, like, they allow camels. That's pretty cool. North that's, Carolina. that's, like, the most exotic I've seen. North Carolina is camel friendly. That's crazy. You give me a lot to think about today. Yeah. Already swerving around. <laughs> and then um, the best event. The best event was actually uh, very recent. You remember this one, Swerve. Um, it was at the St. Regis, and uh, the groom came in on a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. These guys were really jamming. There's probably about 250 people in his, on his side. So it's usually the groom's side, so the family... And then the friends that want to participate in the barat. Yeah. Which is you know, the entrance of the groom. Which is the entrance of the groom. So 250 people jamming. We've got Jay Gandhi live DJing in the car. We're outside on the side of the St. Regis. And man, this this is a crazy barat. And the thing is, is like, there's some barats that like progress. You know, they're like roller coaster rides. Like there's times where it's like crazy, eight. Hey, Oh my goodness, people just jumping off the ground like. And then there there's sometimes during that same barat that like people just kind of chill out like all right, cool. I'm sweating and I'm in an Indian outfit. I do not <laughs> want to be sitting in my sweat for the next hour to 4 hours of this wedding. Um and then there's barats like this one that was from start to finish, they were all at 100. And that's really what I love because I work off of the energy. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I go to town every time I play. But, you know, there's some times where, you know, if I'm just chilling, I'm just playing a beat, I'm just gonna play the beat and I'm just gonna chill. But then there's some times where if they're jamming, I'm gonna be jamming with them. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's just, you know, you, you're working off the energy of, of the folks that you're playing for. And that by far uh, was the best. But uh, that I've 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 played. That's excellent. That's excellent. And the funniest one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the funniest one. Um, so in Indian culture, there are a lot of there are a lot of little nuances that happen. 
that are tradition. And um, there, there's one where the future mother-in-law will try and, and, and take her new son-in-law's nose, like literally, oh, got your nose. And like they, they do that, like when, when they meet, the families come together, sometimes the girl's side, sometimes the bridesmaids will come, they'll dance, and we'll, we'll all jam out together. And then they have a, a, a puja, which is a, a ceremony, a welcoming ceremony, if you will, welcoming the groom and welcoming his family and friends. And so, you know, there, there's, a, there's a thing called a tika, or it's also char, it's called a chandlo, which is like a red dot, uh, just symbolizing your third eye. And it's just mm. like, that's, that's, don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> <laughs> now this is everywhere, Sagi. It's like, oh, that. damn it, I want to make sure that I'm correct. Sagi the liar. I was going to say, that's what that means. I never knew. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so... And then she does that and then you know throw the rice uh, there's like you know blessings are, are, are going on and she tries to take the nose and then also a really big one is trying to steal the groom's shoes and oh. the thing is is I don't I don't know why they do that I don't know I, I mean I, I think maybe back in the day they were like Yo, if we steal his shoes, then he can't leave with our bride. You know, I, no, I don't know. Yeah, but you have to like, you no, know, you have to buy it back. You have right? to buy him back, yeah. and that's also part of it. So, so before <laughs> the actual wedding, they steal the shoes, and, and then and then the groom has to pay like the, the bride. The, the groom has to pay the bride's side and be like, "Yo, you to get your shoes back, you this is how much it's going to cost." And it's usually like the kids that are taking the money. Right. It's usually yeah, but but the funniest the funniest it's one like, you know now it's just like a joke. And then, now now that we're talking about it, I remember the funniest one. We were up in Delaware of all places. Um, we're in Delaware. We're doing this huge production over there. I was with a band that I play with called Jushin. Uh, we're based here in Atlanta, and we travel pretty much everywhere. Um, we were up there, and we had just done the barat, which is the groom's entrance. Delaware is also elephant friendly. What the hell? Crazy, right? And so they, they also had a huge procession. I want to say like two, three hundred people. And like total at, at this wedding was about like four or five thousand people. Wow. And I was just like, man, that's a lot of humans. Um, so we get done and uh, we get, I'm sorry, four or five thousand is a lot. I think it was like twelve, thirteen. Now that I think about it, I was like, wait, 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 hold on one second. Um, we get done, and the groom is about to make his entrance, but they took his shoes, and this was the type of wedding that everything had to be perfect, like pictures, videos, and everything. So, like, when he was walking up, before, like, when he was walking the aisle, they had to have his shoes. They were like, we're not going to let him walk that beautiful aisle and take those pictures when he's barefoot. Like we're, we're not gonna have it, and that was, that was you know what the problem was, and, and the thing is, is the girls' cousins—they're all boys. They were all like boys that were like kind of older, like they were like twenties, thirties. I think there were a couple of them were like late thirties, and they wouldn't give the shoes back. <laughs> they were like, no. They're like, this is the principle. You have to pay us. And we're like, dude, we still have to have a wedding. We'll give you the shoes. Just let him walk in, and then before he gets to the to the actual mundup, which is where which is where they get married, 
before they get to the mandap, we'll take them off and we'll we'll hand them to you. And it, it became like a huge ordeal. And I was just sitting there like, dude, just give them the shoes. Like <laughs> you're holding us all up. Like, come on, man, there's a schedule. Like, yeah, I mean this is more than, you know, this is more than you you know, your your tough you're man. Being extra, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was so crazy. Like oh, and goodness. um and it came down to one of those cousins wanting an apology. He was like, one of your cousins uh, kind of manhandled me oh and he goodness. pushed me. I want an apology. Whoa. And I was like, dude, <laughs> get over yourself. Like, come on, man. Like, do you see where we are? Do you see all the beauty in this? Like, like are you not like thinking? I didn't say all this, of course. <laughs> But I made some snide remarks like, come on, guys, you know, let, 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 let's grow up. Yeah, we're all here time. <laughs> like, I'm probably the youngest one here out of all y'all. You, you know, y'all are acting like... Still at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, we're still at a wedding. Like, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful wedding. I'm telling you right now, like, this is probably like a, a million to a $1.2 million wedding Sheesh. in Delaware. Beautiful, beautiful production. Man. Everything about everything. Like, those pictures are probably going to be in a wedding magazine soon um and so they came and just like they're like they're <laughs> they're like fourth graders like okay now apologize it's like hey i'm sorry is that okay here's the shoes we got the show back on the road and it was so crazy i saw them give the shoes back as well like the dude was walking and then he just waited and then the groom made his entrance took him off at the spot and the wedding planner came and handed it to him he wasn't going to leave without shoes. I was just, I was just laughing. I was laughing the whole time. I was like, man, oh man, you mean to tell me you're going to hold up this wedding <laughs> for this? It's so crazy. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's super interesting as well. Oh man. I appreciate you guys being here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks a lot for, thanks a lot for, for letting me come through and, 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 you know, put, put some, put some love on, on this recording, man.